You can stay with the pack for a time, and then you have to know when to pull away and do your own thing. Welcome back for another episode of Awkwardly Trying. This episode ties a bit into sports, and so that definitely makes me excited. I hope that you enjoy the episode. We're going to dive into my weekly thoughts and see how it goes. We here, baby. Let's get it. So this past weekend, I spent a little over two hours watching something that I never thought I would sit and watch the entire thing of, and that was the U.S. Olympics marathon trials. Now, I love the Olympics, and I am 100% counting down to the summer games. I love the competition of it all and rooting for those that represent the U.S. It's a good old 19 days of competition. No one is talking about whether they're Republican or Democrat. They're just cheering for what, you know, for the people that they're interested in. They're cheering for the people wearing the red, white, and blue. Or maybe they were born somewhere else and they're cheering for their home country or the underdog in the race. It's just freaking awesome. Anyways, back to these marathon trials. Now, I am not a runner. Running only when necessary is my jam. And I guess playing with my dogs, that's when you'll catch me running. But something about this event this weekend really caught my attention. The trials were filled with people so happy to reach their goal of going to the Olympics. And even though they all have that goal, majority fall short. With this race, only the top three for men and the top three for women would have that honor this summer. Even for the men's race, There was this one guy um, at the time, he won, he came in third place. He would have to wait till May to see if getting third would even be good enough to qualify due to some other qualifying standards. Imagine, Imagine, I guess, running your best race and then having to wait three more months to see if you did enough after running the race of your life. His story was cool because at the last Olympic trials, He placed fourth, so coming in a third, he saw his hard work pay off, and he was very grateful for that. So with all those things, that had to be a mixed bag of emotions, for sure. I learned an interesting lesson from watching this event and wanted to share that this week on the pod. This race was more than just 26.21 miles. It was a life lesson on what it takes to succeed or honestly just to try. For this race... I had to look it up. There were 200 men and 149 women who competed. So if you add those together, I can do that math. That is 349 for six spots. The odds are not that great, but they're worth it because they train years to make it to this point. Blood, sweat, and tears on the hard pavement for the hope of reaching their goal of going to the Olympics. What this reminded me of was that no, we aren't all trying to be an Olympian, but we all are working towards our own individual goals. A lot of people are, and not everyone, accomplishes it the first time or even at all as expected. But first off, we have to put in the effort 
to continue to try. And that can be challenging a lot of times. So I want to talk through, I guess, a few things that really stood out to me. The first was that you've done the work to get to that point or to whatever point it is that we're at in our life of trying to reach our goal. So why not just try, just do it? That's what all of these athletes did. They had all worked so hard to get to that particular moment. They have one race and the results of that race, no matter what effort they put in those four, those years leading up between the last Olympics and this one, four years, it came down to this. Were they going to reach their goal? I know for me, it can be easy to say, am I really going to be able to accomplish this sometimes? Or do I have all the pieces right now? And I may not have all the pieces at one time, but I try my best to continue to try. That's what these athletes do. One lady who qualified for the summer games was interviewed at the end, and she talked about how she was hitting her breaking point the last few miles and had to talk to God and rely on that reassurance when she felt like she wouldn't be able to finish the race. And so that one made me think about it because she had been trying training for years. She knows that she can run 26 miles because you don't sign up if you don't think you can run that. She knew that she could and she had done all the work, but sometimes you have to have that mental edge and that's what she had, that mental edge to draw on what was going to be that motivation, that push for her to finish. And for her, that was her faith. Another woman who qualified talked about how she had to think back to a book she had read about another Olympian who ran a marathon. And she was in like one of the cars that drive like throughout the race, I guess like a pace car. And she had, she saw her in the car and she said, perfect timing, because I had to ask myself, what would she do at this point of the race when she wanted to quit? And she said she would keep going. And that's what pushed her to continue to finish the race. That made me remember that we are all just that we all just have to keep trying and pushing forward, no matter how big or small that thing is. That if we have that inner reminder or motivation, that it does help us. The next thing that I noticed is that when the marathon starts, everyone is running in a big pack. Now, for me, every time I see that when I'm watching the Olympics or any race, I'm like, I don't understand one how they're not tripping over each other, and that that would be a lot running with so many people next to me. But I learned that you can stay with the pack for a time, and that's okay, that it's good to get in the groove of things. It's good to allow others to push you because in that pack, they're all running at a similar pace, and they're pushing each other. You're getting the flow of how this race is going to go. And... um. For this one, there were a few times that the athletes had the athletes had to pace themselves or push themselves to go faster at times or just to keep going. You can say you can stay with the pack for a time and then you have to know when to pull away. This is what happened during this race. You saw the pack start to separate, and at that point it became running your own race at your own pace. That at times was running alone, and at times it was running with a partner. Having someone next to you, or in this case, an accountability partner, or for us, because we're maybe not running in the U.S. Olympic trials, it could be a friend to help you along. 
it can be a good thing. In the men's race, there were two athletes that were running together and they were training partners. They were Clayton Young and Connor Mance. They had run together for many years, trained together, ran every single day, preparing for this race. Now, as I was watching them on TV, you would see them running their own race, but also knowing what each other's strengths and challenges were. They would talk to each other every so often and encourage each other. One would be in the front for a bit, and then the other would take the lead. They even had a third guy. I can't remember his name, but he was with them for a while also. And you would see them every now and then turn back and say something to him to just kind of encourage him. Something that something that they didn't have to do, but at that particular moment, it was like they felt that it was important enough to do when they could have just focused on themselves, on their own race. To me, I can't even lie, that meant something. Towards the end of the race, the third guy kind of fell behind. And I'm not gonna lie, I felt bad for him because the commentators kept talking about just how all the work he had put in and he had he'd come short before. So I was like, dang, man. But anyways, let me get back to my story. So like I said, towards the end of the race, the third guy, he kind of fell behind and it was just Clayton and Connor leading the pack in first and second place. They still had a few miles left and you started to see the smile come out a little bit, even through the grimaces of trying to finish the race. But you could see that they were proud of each other, that they had that accountability partner in each other who they had trained with, cried with, sweated with, pushed each other. You saw them at their good points and saw them at their low points. That's what they had seen in each other. That's what that accountability partner was. They had this goal that they were about to reach it, and they were about to reach it together if they just kept at it. They honestly could have easily split apart and said, I know what your weaknesses are, and I'm going to take advantage of them and go and get this win. But they didn't. Towards the last two miles or so, you could start to see that they knew their goal was about to happen. And at that point, they had to push even harder. That stood out to me that even when they were so close that they had to keep pushing. They had to. 26 miles is a long way. As they were approaching the finish ribbon, one of the athletes could have easily won, but instead he let the other get in first place. Because in this particular situation, it didn't matter who got first. They had both met their goal. They were both now Olympians, and we're going to compete this summer. Maybe that one guy, he remembered all the obstacles in training that his partner had to endure and uh, had to overcome before the race, that he remembered all the blood, sweat, and tears. Now, do I think he was thinking about all those things as he was trying to finish the race? Maybe not, but I do think he took a moment, you would have to, to think about something for why you wouldn't just run across and you would slow down just a bit so that your partner, who you've trained with all these years, would finish first. Because there's no way they weren't tired. But he still made that conscious decision. Not many will sometimes do that, even when it means you're both going to have the same outcome of reaching your goal. Another big thing that I took from watching this two-plus-hour race was the reminder that your training and preparation doesn't have to look like everyone else's. 
Not even like those in your corner, but you can learn from others and become better. Accomplishing what you set out to do. Like I talked about earlier, I guess. There were 349 people and only six met this big goal. But some did get their personal best times or did something that they didn't think they could and they still finished the race. Some even had to stop racing due to being in pain or from the heat or maybe they pulled a muscle, but they still gave it their all and we all have to start somewhere. Had they not even tried, that would have been a failure, but they did try. As I'm in a place of trying new things and working towards my goals, this was a great reminder to just keep at it and to surround myself with good people who want the best for each other. Each runner came into the race with a plan, and that was so key. You spent months, they spent years coming up with the perfect race plan, but still knowing that even when they had a a plan that they might need to adjust, and they did, and they kept going. I can't freaking wait to watch the Olympics this summer. I'm totally that person that cries when the people accomplish their goals and win medals. And just as we cheer for people we don't know in the Olympics, I think it's a great reminder that we don't lose sight of cheering for those people in our lives that we see on a daily basis or maybe talk to every so often, but we know they're working towards something. Letting them know that we are in their corner and believe in their goals or heck, that we just believe in them. There wasn't one athlete who was interviewed at the end who said they did it alone. Now, now let's be real. The individual race, of course, they did do that alone. They had to have it within themselves, but their support system is what pushed them along the way. It was vital to their success as well. They had their people, and most importantly, they set out to do something. They did it, and they gave their all. I hope you were able to take something from this week's episode. My good old interesting weekly thoughts. I hope that you have a great rest of the week ahead, and I'll see you next episode. Thanks for listening to this episode of Awkwardly Trying Podcast. If you enjoyed the episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others and make sure to hit that follow button, subscribe button, like button. I'm honestly not even sure what they're called anymore, but hit one of those so you don't miss an upcoming episode. To catch all the latest, you can also follow on the social media platforms also. The Instagram is at awkwardly trying pod. Thanks again. And as I say, we here, baby. See you next episode.